0: Uh, First up, we have uh, James Bonner from Narada. Uh, Narada is a preclinical stage drug discovery and development company specializing in novel, small molecule drugs to treat treat cardiovascular, neurological, and inflammatory diseases. So James is going to be giving an overview of the company and uh, an update on how their drug development programs are progressing. Uh, So welcome, James. You should have control of the slides uh, shortly. We'll just pass that over to you. Uh, now, and um, yeah, let you rip into it. Thanks, James.
1: Yeah, thank you, Warwick, and uh, thank you, Reach Markets, for the, the opportunity to present today. Uh, and, and hello, everyone. It's it's great to be part of this event uh, and have the opportunity to tell you about uh, NIrada, the, the company I lead. Um, the presentation uh, focuses on um, our two exciting lead programs, and I'll explain why I believe they, they represent uh, great investment opportunities. So here's a a copy of our standard disclaimer, which uh, you can also find um, on our website. Before we look into technology, uh, here's some background on NIRADA. So we're we're a a U.S. incorporated biotech uh, based in Sydney. Uh, They're listed on the ASX in January. Uh, We had a successful IPO that raised $8.5 million, and that IPO was uh, managed by Alto Capital out of Perth. So as Warwick mentioned, our main focus is uh, drug discovery and early-stage development. Uh, We we narrow in on disease areas with significant therapeutic and commercial potential. And uh, you can see there a a summary of our two lead programs. Uh, The first one is a cholesterol-lowering drug. Uh, It's called a PCSK9 inhibitor. And the second one uh, is uh, a drug to treat secondary brain injury uh, that can occur as a result of head trauma and stroke. So our business model is is, uh, very commercially focused, um, aimed at maximising shareholder value very early in the development cycle. Okay, so following that theme, uh, along the top there, you can see the the key elements of our business model and strategy, um, and and that is to develop innovative treatments uh, in areas where there's particular unmet clinical need, uh, and where we see the significant commercial potential. So, one of the critical elements of uh, a, a biotech company is is having strong patent protection, and that's also a very heavy focus. Uh, so too is being uh, either a first line treatment or being uh, best in class for each drug. So, the uh, the focus is on uh, discovery early stage clinical development, where we look to add significant value early on, um, and th- this is deliberate. Um, so, our time frame for um, re- realising value for our assets is is more like three to five years and not the typical eight to ten years for most new drugs. Uh, so you can think of Narada really as an innovative company uh, developing novel drug candidates, which we then take through um, uh, human safety testing and proof of concept. And typically uh, that would be, uh, you know, phase 2A. For our cholesterol lowering drug, we're looking at uh, finding a signal in uh, phase one, uh, and for our brain injury drug, uh, that will likely be a phase two A study. So those timeframes are um, three years and three to five years. And As you can see, the, uh, the, the markets that we're dealing with for our two um, lead uh, programs are, are very significant, both in the vicinity uh, of around 20 billion US dollars um, annually. So let's uh, examine the problem in more detail and and look at who's affected, um, what treatment options exist, and what differentiates our solution. And this is in the the, uh, cholesterol and cardiovascular space. So uh, one in four deaths are caused by cardiovascular disease. So as you can appreciate, it's a very serious health problem affecting a lot of people. Um, And the the leading causes for that are tobacco use, which uh, in recent years has been on the wane. Uh, also high blood pressure, and really what we're focusing in on is high cholesterol. And, and by that, I mean um, LDL cholesterol or bad cholesterol. So what, why is cholesterol uh, a problem? Um, well, as you may know, cholesterol is a is a fatty, waxy substance, and uh, when it's elevated for prolonged periods of time, it tends to build up on the arterial wall, as you can see in the graph on the right. And high cholesterol leads to a condition called atherosclerosis or narrowing of the arteries. And if that artery leads to the brain, it can lead to a stroke. Uh, if it's an artery that leads to the heart, it can, it can lead to heart disease and heart attack. So atherosclerosis is a progressive disease and, and most people don't really know they have it until the uh, the symptoms are well advanced and, they, and they're very sick. And as you all know, the uh, the simple test for high cholesterol is a routine blood test. So obviously uh, cardiovascular disease is a worldwide problem. However, the, the U.S. numbers are particularly interesting or relevant because that's the single largest market. And if you look at this graphic here, you can see that more than 62 million U.S. adults have high LDL cholesterol uh, and are at risk of cardiovascular disease. And... This figure represents our primary or or total market uh, for for our drug. Um, On the right-hand side, you'll see that just under half or 27 million of those people uh, take a statin to help lower their cholesterol. Uh, And I I guess most interesting is the statistic in the middle, um, where you'll see that uh, about 70% of those people taking statins, or just over 19 million, Uh, are unable to reach their target um, LDL level uh, despite taking a drug. So patients with high uh, cholesterol, they have uh, two main treatment options, uh, and and both of them have mixed profiles, but none of them really offer a um, low-cost option with sufficiently high efficacy. Uh, On the left-hand side here, you'll see um, Lipitor, which which is a statin, uh, which has been around since the late 80s. And um, in itself, it's a fairly effective drug. It lowers cholesterol by between 30 and 50%. Um, The other thing about uh, the statins is that they're now relatively cheap and off-patent. They do, however, uh, carry with them uh, side effects. And for a lot of people, this means that they have to stop taking the medication. On the right-hand side, uh, you can see uh, what's called an injectable PCSK9 inhibitor. And these came on the market in around 2015, and uh, they work very well. They lower um, LDL cholesterol by about 50 to 60 percent uh, when used in combination with the statin. The, the downside for this drug, however, is that uh, it's very expensive. Um, it was actually launched at around 14,000 US dollars per year, uh, and it was it was reduced about 60 percent because of poor market uptake. The other downside of this drug is it's, um, it's relatively inconvenient to use because um, patients have to have injections every two, mo- uh, two weeks to monthly for the rest of their lives. Uh, and for a lot of people, that's, that's a deal breaker. But you can see in the figure at the bottom, uh, together they comprise a very large uh, drug market uh, and, and a market that's growing uh, fairly quickly. So just one point about the, the, uh, the treatment of cholesterol. Um, in recent years, the, the new treatment paradigm has been that lower is better. And so that's involved more aggressive uh, uh, treatment approaches and, uh, and, and the use of uh, drugs in combination. So uh, these, these drugs um, are often used uh, together. So it's no longer a case of drug A or B. It's a combination of both. Now you might you might ask the question, and it's a very good one. Um, wh- why can't these two drugs be combined? Um, well, uh, the, the difficulty there, difficulty there is, is uh, a physical um, limitation. Uh, a lipator or a statin is a pill, uh, and the PCSK9 injectable is a is a liquid. And this is really where Nirada's solution comes in. So we're developing a small molecule solution to lower cholesterol and. You can see our prototype uh, compounds um, are bound to the PCSK9 protein there in the right-hand graphic. Uh, so like the injectables you saw on the previous slide, our technology is based on blocking the action of PCSK9 on the LDL receptor, uh, and, and that effectively lowers uh, cholesterol. Um, why is it highly significant that it's a small molecule? Well, that, that opens up the opportunity for an oral therapy uh, and it's a drug that can be made uh, cheaply and, and put into a, into a pill. You might also ask the question, well, why don't we just double the dose of statins? Uh, and one of the reasons you can't do that, uh, well, there are two main reasons. The first is that uh, statins have a dose-limiting toxicity. Uh, the other thing, too, is that patients that take statins um, produce more PCSK9. So that actually acts as a break on the, um, the effectiveness of the statin. So the aim for Narada is to develop a small molecule that inhibits PCSK9, uh, and, that, and that's a feat that's been a long-standing pharmaceutical challenge, and we believe we've overcome that challenge. So our solution has unique benefits. Um, the first is it offers a single pill treatment, uh, which is convenient for the patient, uh, It doesn't involve an injection, and it's cost-effective. Uh, so... Taken together, this should improve patient uptake and treatment compliance. So the second program I'm going to talk about briefly is uh, our brain injury uh, drug. And uh, this um, is a condition that affects uh, 2.8 million people in the U.S. uh, every year who suffer a traumatic brain injury and about 800,000 who who suffer a stroke. So combined, that's a a 3.5 million uh, person patient population. And uh, these um, traumatic brain injuries are, are mainly as a result of um, falls and motor vehicle accidents, uh, and also in the military, um, blast injuries and, um, and, and penetrating ballistic injuries, uh, for things like um, bullets and shrapnel. Now, currently, uh, the only treatment options are available are neurosurgery or physical rehabilitation. Uh, so this is a, an area of complete unmet clinical need. There is a treatment uh, for stroke, but unfortunately it's only applicable to about 15% of patients, uh, and therefore it it doesn't have broad use. In the graphic at the bottom there, uh, you can see uh, what happens when uh, a brain injury occurs. Uh, You get a a small lesion occurring. That's called the primary injury, and in the days and um, for the hours and days following the injury, you get an expansion of that lesion. Uh, And you can see uh, on the right-hand side, the the area of injury is much larger. And uh, that that has a a profound impact on on the patient, um, how they feel and function. So uh, if you get a brain injury from a stroke or a traumatic brain injury, uh, it affects things like uh, cognitive and motor function, uh, sensation, like hearing and vision, and also your behavior. So what is Narada's solution? Well, uh, we're uh, developing a small molecule inhibitor of of calcium-induced excitotoxicity. And I know that's a a bit of a mouthful, but essentially what happens following a brain injury is that calcium floods into neuronal cells uh, to toxic levels and then they die. Um, So what we're trying to do, if you look at the uh, the graphic at the bottom, we're trying to depress that green line and also change the trajectory of the disability level. So uh, we can't do anything about the primary injury, but what we're looking to do is improve the outcome for for stroke and TBI patients. So we're developing two forms of the drug. Uh, One is an intravenous uh, drug for um, severe TBI and also stroke. And because this um, is an area of interest to the sporting codes, uh, we're developing um, a, a separate drug for uh, for treating concussion, which will be delivered intranasally. So, just looking at the uh, the market for uh, severe traumatic brain injury and stroke, so this excludes uh, concussion. Uh, you can see here uh, from uh, hospital admission data uh, that uh, the, the total population is about 700,000 um, annually in the US. Uh, and if you look at uh, the market potential for a drug uh, like the one we're developing, uh, the the clot drug that I mentioned before for stroke, uh, that that uh, has a list price of about eleven thousand US dollars per treatment. Uh, so it's it's pretty easy to see from these figures that uh, there's there's multi billion dollar market potential for a first line drug. Remembering, of course, that this is unmet clinical need. So where are we uh, in, in our progress? Uh, well, we have um, uh, two lead programs that are advancing well and according to plan, uh, we've got uh, very uh, impressive proof of concept data, which unfortunately I didn't have time to go into today. Uh, our expectation is that we'll take the uh, cholesterol-lowering drug into uh, the clinic, into a first uh, and NAND study in late 2021. Uh, Followed shortly thereafter um, by our neuroprotectant or brain injury drug, which will advance into the clinic in mid 2022. So now both those phase one studies will be completed here in Australia, uh, and then phase two development, um, particularly for the brain injury drug, will then likely be conducted in the US. So a key question for investors is, has the company got the team uh, assembled to execute on its plans? And does management have a track record of success, particularly in in the uh, therapeutic areas we're focused on? And uh, you'll see uh, from uh, this um, slide that uh, Narada has managed to assemble a a very high-caliber international board with experience in uh, establishing and growing companies and commercialising science. Uh, the, the board is led by Chair John Moore, uh, and John is a very seasoned uh, board chair with um, experience in uh, running, running uh, biotech companies in the US, uh, and uh, he's a successful entrepreneur. Uh, many of you will be familiar with uh, Dr. Graham Kelly and Peter Marks uh, if you've had um, involvement with uh, Noxifarm, uh, our um, largest shareholder. Uh, And uh, another couple of um, notable mentions, Uh, Christopher Cox, uh, he used to be the senior vice president uh, of uh, commercial development for the medicines company. And one thing we haven't really talked about is um, is, is M&A activity. And if you follow um, the cholesterol lowering market, you'll know that uh, the medicines company was acquired by Novartis last October in a deal for $14 billion. So just finally, uh, here are some key metrics on the company. Uh, We're um, well-funded, we have $6.1 million in uh, in the bank. Um, While entering the clinic is our key goal, uh, there's also um, a lot of activity that surrounds that and uh, and, and will signal good progress along the way. Um, And so all of this activity will help us build up key strategic relationships and attract the attention of potential partners. So just to summarize um, why I think the Nirada is a good investment opportunity. Uh, firstly, we have a diverse and exciting portfolio in which we um, see a large, underserved uh, therapeutic area. Uh, we have a commercial business model aimed at realizing values early. Uh, we're funded through to late next year when we expect to have the cholesterol-lowering drug in the clinic. And finally, we have uh, the right team to execute on our plans. So if you would like to, uh, to know more about the company and follow us um, on social media, uh, there are some QR codes here. Uh, as I said, I didn't get a chance to talk about the science. Uh, there are a couple of um, animations. Uh, if you're interested, uh, you should uh, check out. And there's also um, a publication that was uh, released recently on our PCSK9 program. So um, please, please check those out. So Warwick, over to you with some
0: questions. Yep, thanks very much, James. You've uh, covered uh, quite a bit of ground there in a relatively short amount of time. Um, Thanks for that. Um, You just mentioned the um, M&A activity. um, What's the interest uh, from Big Pharma in in Narada? Have you had any approaches? Uh,
1: There's a lot of interest from Big Pharma uh, in the uh, cholesterol-lowering program because it's such a big market. Uh, the, the brain injury uh, program, there's a lot of interest in the military um, because it's, it's uh, a, a key health priority for, for them. And, you know, the, uh, the size and scope of these, uh, these two areas of medicine were one of the, uh, the reasons I, I joined NIRADA. So uh, there's, there's um, plenty of interest out there, and, of course, we'll, we'll be updating the market um, of, of any
0: news coming through uh, relating to
1: collaborations.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Um, Just in terms of the human trials, um, where are you in that that process? I know it does uh, take some time uh, often to to get to that stage.
1: Sure. Well, we're um, just about to select the lead for our cholesterol-lowering drug, and uh, following that, we have to put it through safety and toxicological testing, and that takes 12 months. Uh, So that takes us through the end of uh, next year. Uh, And similarly, with the, uh, the the brain injury drug we've got 12 months of uh, safety and toxicology studies uh, to do as well um, but there'll be you know key milestones that we we hit along the way um, and and we'll be reporting those to the
0: market okay um, final question uh, comes in from lionel uh, what is the efficacy of the pill i think he's referring to the uh, cholesterol uh
1: the cholesterol pill uh, so we've um, we've run it in um, a, a mouse model, and uh, we've shown a dose-dependent um, increase or reduction in cholesterol. Um, the the issue with mice is that uh, they they don't produce a lot of LDL cholesterol, so it's not a it's not a great model to to run in. Um, so we'll, we'll uh, get the efficacy signal in uh, in our human study uh, when we uh, we select patients, uh, even even though they're healthy volunteers that have elevated cholesterol and we'll look at the reduction.